1: So, what's it going to be? Saltwater or freshwater? Inshore or offshore? Live bait or your favorite flies? Tarpon, cobia, snook, or triple tail? Only one Florida destination offers all that and more. In an unspoiled setting so unforgettable, it'll sink its hooks into you. For a fishing getaway as rewarding as it is challenging, only Paradise will do. Naples, Marco Island, and the Everglades. Florida's Paradise Coast. Visit paradisecoast.com today.
2: Hey everybody, welcome to Season 2 of Backpacking and Blisters. Uh, With me today, for a second round, is the only man I've ever known to actually use his shoes as earmuffs. Carl Mandrioli. Carl, are you
3: ready for Season 2, dude? I am, because with me today is a man who (laughs) believes that if you hike next to a backcountry stream, you're kind of a hipster. (laughs) Because you're kind of not going mainstream. Oh wow, wow! That was I like that one. That was good. That was a good. One. Hipster, that's good. Hip hipster. I like backpacking hipster.
2: I like to think of myself as a little little hipster. Sammy hipster. Yeah, and that's I think that's why you're not as well liked. <laughs> wow, that's that's deep. That cuts deep. Ouch. We got we got to a fun answer to your question.
3: I am ready for season two. Yeah, I'm you're ready excited to, about it.
2: You get your sass. You upped it a notch. I like that. Oh,
3: yeah. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for more sass.
2: We got a fun episode though. We got we got a lot of things going on. We got a a good Hodgepodge episode today. Yeah,
3: we got some structure too. We got, you know, you're mm-hmm. never too old to learn or relearn something as we talked about and as our leading soundbite referred to, there's going to be some things that that kind of deal with some issues we brought up in previous episodes. So, mm-hmm. we'll get to that as well. But yeah. First, a couple shout outs. We, we got a couple reviews recently. One not so recently, but just we yeah. haven't mentioned it yet. One is by, I think the username was like Christian Hiker, who describes himself as a senior outdoorsman. I saw And it, yeah. yeah, that was super cool. Thanks for the uh, iTunes review. And then a really recent one by Riley M., who was about to go on his first trip, or maybe he just went. It just depends on kind of when this episode comes out. And. He said he liked the saboteur episode. That was a comment that he had. So he, really? he must have friends like we do. <laughs> he Everybody's got one. Riley, tell us how yes. your trip went.
2: Let us know. Yeah, us you now. can reach out.
3: Throw it up there. Facebook. Facebook. yeah. Oh, I got another bit of news, too. We okay. landed our first sponsor. Huge. Bah, 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 bah. Huge.
2: <laughs> Huge. We're big time. Yeah. Are we, are we yeah. officially big time now? Is that what that means?
3: No. No, not even close to big okay, time.
2: We're so far from that.
3: But... I don't know that we'll ever get to be big time. <laughs> what is big time? Uh, I don't know. But it's big time for us, I guess. Fair enough. So it's exciting, though. Shockingly enough, it's it's outdoor vitals from our, our uh, one of our in between the season episodes, and I think we we must have not offended Taysom enough with it with with me challenging whether whether he had like forgotten his sleeping pad. Or intentionally not brought it. <laughs> You're
2: still on this forgetting. It was it intentional? Was it not intent?
3: You need. Well, I was just bringing that because they weren't offended to the point where you know they pulled out. They still sponsored us, I guess. So, so kind of cool. So they're gonna they're gonna be sponsoring the uh, the trivia from now on. So yes. yes, you better be on your trivia game at the end of this episode.
2: I'm. I'm you better. I. It's my trivia. So I'm, you better be. I know. It's just prepared, gotta be good I? because
3: you got to honor their sponsorship. So just come up with a good question. Oh my gosh,
2: it, my style is my style, baby. You know, Hey baby, <laughs> let it happen. Yeah, I think, just let it happen. I think you just made my points. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all
3: right. You got, you, you know, got any tidbits we, for us or was the, were those the tidbits? Those were kind of, yeah, those are kind of some tidbits. Oh, okay. I guess, yeah, I guess a sponsor and, and just kind of some shout outs. So actually Derek, I, I want to start off this episode with Proverbs nine, nine, nine. Give instruction to a wise man and he will still be wiser. Teach a righteous man and he Mm -hmm. will increase in learning. And I think that can be like our measuring stick for this episode is like, are we kind of the wise men and have we been able to like incorporate the instruction over the years or are we simply just making the same mistakes over and over again? So that's why yeah that's why the title is you're never too old to learn or relearn something we're going to kind of do a quick reflection and hopefully there'll be some pieces of information that we can um yeah can pass along so 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 like hypothetically
2: speaking like if there was a guy and every year his shoulders hurt right <laughs> does that be will that be he's not learning anything cuz he's not like trying to remedy it would that is that kind of where we're Yeah going
3: for on? sure or thankfully you know what I mean hypothetically yeah. of course hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically thankfully that guy doesn't have those issues every year so in that regard using that measuring stick he would be considered the wise man
2: well you know it's all debatable you know? so <laughs> that's
3: that's why we're constantly learning right uh. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so, so essentially we're going to kind of do the trip um, that we, are, we were both on in review. I've been on the trail quite a bit this yes. summer and I think I'll mention a couple other moments that, that I think will pique your interest that you weren't a part of, but mm-hmm. when we're together, yeah, some good stuff happens and some disastrous stuff can happen too. Like too.
1: So what's it going to be? Saltwater or freshwater? Inshore or offshore? Live bait or your favorite flies? Tarpon. Cobia, Snook, or Triple Tail. Only one Florida destination offers all that and more. In an unspoiled setting so unforgettable, it'll sink its hooks into you. For a fishing getaway as rewarding as it is challenging, only Paradise will do. Naples, Marco Island, and the Everglades. Florida's Paradise Coast. Visit ParadiseCoast.com today.
3: Always, always. always. The way that we're going to do this is we're each going to share three things that we learned from this last mm-hmm. trip, and yeah, even though we've been backpacking forever, like we are still learning things, and I think that's one of the fun things about backpacking is you're always learning, you're always getting better, figuring things out, whether it's yeah. gear, whether it's just behavior <laughs> in the backcountry, so... True. So yeah, True. so three things each, and, and then... I think my favorite part is we're each going to share something that each other did that was amazing and, of course, absurd.
2: There were so many things so, to choose from that, I, know,
3: like, I know, I know. It's hard to narrow down. So, All right. So recap. We went to Yosemite, and we've been there a bunch of times, and so we tried to go to d- different spots in Yosemite. There's a, over 1,000 a miles of trails, I think, now there, and um, we've done a, yeah. a chunk of them, but we decided to go off-trail for a significant amount of time. And we also have gotten into you know trying to film our trips and, and kind of document them and make little stories out of them that we put on YouTube. So I mm-hmm. was, as the group leader, I was in charge of kind of navigation. But also being like the group mm-hmm. movie editor, I was in charge of making sure we were getting all the, all the footage we wanted to get, right? Mm-hmm. I learned that if I'm trying to navigate, I'm trying to film at the same time, we're probably going to get lost. Yeah,
2: pr- yeah, that's true. And 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 well, I won't get into. I kind of had something about that as well, but in a good way. Uh, you had a, okay. yeah,
3: you had a lot on your plate for sure. Yeah, and we had some helper navigators, but you know, like it, I was clearly the the lead guy, and I was I was focused <laughs> way more on the filming, and we didn't get mm-hmm. like lost, lost. We just went down a different gully than where we thought we were on the map, and mm-hmm. I think rather than kind of recalibrating, I was just like, let's keep going. Like this looks like a you know a good way over the ridge, and so it was fine. It worked out, but in the end, like, yeah, there was a there were a few moments where I think the rest of the group was sort of doubting our ability to find our way out, I guess. <laughs> I thought we did a
2: pretty good job, actually. I, th- I thought it was good that we had a, three of us doing that, um, just to kind of, you know, bounce where we thought we were, where we thought we were going, and, you know, yeah. all that. Jazz. I thought that was good, because, you know, it's always, I, th- I don't know, I thought we were all pretty competent to different degrees, but... I don't know. You had your hands full with like, I got to go get this shot, this, uh, you know, this you had a lot going on with the filming stuff. There was a lot of, there's a lot going on.
3: I, yeah. So, so my sure. takeaway is simply just, yeah, you need to have different training the new guy new to film, you know? Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta prioritize safety first and make sure you, yeah. Especially when you're going way off trail as we did. So mm-hmm. true. So true. that was my, that was my first one. What do you got?
2: Okay. First one for me was, I think I realized when there's, there's quite a few trips where I would just pack the night before. And then I'd um, either, not that I would forget anything major, but I think I just felt more anxious, like, oh, my gosh, I'm scrambling. Um, Mm. You know, the the day of the trip, I got to run over here. And And so I think I really took my time this year pre-packed because I had a lot of different things I was bringing. And I I was like, I got to see if this is going to fit. I got to see if I need to take anything else out, which I did. Right. Um, So I think pre-packing for me, is something I'll definitely make more of a habit, um, just because I know myself and I know like I like to have everything in its place before I go on a trip like this.
3: So how how soon before the trip are you, you packing? Like this year, I think
2: this year was like over a month and a half.
3: Was, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding because I was getting somebody's <laughs> excited to go back. There. Hey,
2: <laughs> yes, sir. no. So it was. It, I had a lot of new gear. I had a lot of different gear. Um, I was carrying gear i didn't think i was gonna carry like the hammock and other things and uh and then i had some different food items that i was trying different fire starting on it so just i was like i gotta make sure this stuff's gonna fit and and if it's and it didn't eventually initially so i had to like okay what am i gonna take out of here what can i do without so right um it would have been way i think i just had a more enjoyable trip uh emotionally just because i felt like prepared (laughs) That make, it sounds so dumb to say it like that, but like I was. All just right, let me prepared. follow up with
3: a question then. There we so go. we typically go on our group trip, the big group trip in July, and so we're you know we're like ten months away. Are you are you already packed? <laughs> I'm gonna pack six months in advance. No, I'm already- <laughs> I did actually buy a
2: couple items already, so that's good. As long as they're not perishable, I think it's fine. They're not perishable. No, one's like okay. a, I think I had like a compression sack for my my bag or something like that. Something nice. A couple of little things, nothing too major. Okay. But, um, yeah.
3: So it doesn't sound like you made a mistake with this. You just, Oh no, but you, I have you, you I, had and, in the and past and you remedied it this for this trip. Well, I don't like. know if
2: I remedied it in the past. I made this mistake multiple times and I just was like, be, I was like a, not learning from the mistake. I'm like, right. Um, and I think this year I was like, you know what? There's too many new and weird things I'm bringing. I have to like do this way out of time because I don't want to be, stressing like I usually am. So it definitely paid off. Um, okay. You know, I'm, sh- I'm shocked that uh, more of our members don't take that approach as they forget. You I know. think they
3: do. I think the, I think you were yeah different from most in terms. I, of I think I was, second.
2: but people yeah. are still forgetting
3: large items. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I have a story about that later, but okay, let me, let me start with my number two. My number two is kind of, kind of a big one. kind of, yeah, it's, it's a big one. Like, I became like hyper aware of group dynamics. The more people you go with, mm-hmm. the more I guess for me, I just pay attention to personalities and how they intermix and how like they can complement one another, mm-hmm. but they can also like cause problems. Sure. Did my um leadership get compromised at all?
2: Um I'm going to say yes, that it did. Okay, by who? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Are you pointing the finger at me right now? Is that what you are doing? Yeah. Uh, oh
3: yeah. Uh, wait, well I don't I don't know if I agree with that, but I So I would say that you were the kindling to a major bonfire of, <laughs> wow. of a mutiny. <laughs> oh yeah. wow. You definitely started the fire. So I don't know that you meet, you meant to, but I spent as as we talked about. Wait, you're talking right, you're talking the... about day one, right? I'm not. I'm talking about the second day. We Oh, day I, two. I spent a day long, two. Yeah. yeah, day two. Okay. That is the second day. Good, good <laughs> clarification. I'm trying to remember what it was. I spent a long time planning, and part of the planning was um, not just to to kind of fit the, the distance appropriately, but also the epic scenery, because that's one of the beautiful things about Yosemite is that it's just amazing. It seems like around every turn. And there was a moment on the second day we, we were off trail. We'd been off trail for a long time. Mm. And you were like, hey, let's cut out like the rest of this day and simply just like <laughs> scramble up and over this ridge to where our campsite can be. Let's just completely disregard the plan. I don't know if it went on like the fly, that. let's just go up there. <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> That's not what happened. That's what you suggested. I think,
2: ladies and gentlemen, your fearless leader on this podcast is exaggerating quite a bit. Uh, I suggested it because... Uh, okay, first of all, I didn't even suggest it initially. Um, another member of our group, who I won't name, we were talking about doing that and the... Uh, I'm trying to think of how to word this without giving people's information away, but like we, the, the idea came up because it, it seemed more adventurous because it was like, hey, we're heading toward a trail um, and the whole idea with the trip was like, let's do off-trail stuff and so I'm like, this could be super amazing it's super adventurous however okay so i wasn't trying to mutiny it i was just trying to like throw it out there i didn't know we were yeah throw it throughout yeah disregard the planets
3: <laughs> that's what we talked about in the episode before the trip. look i understand ex- you did exactly what I, I, sug- I predicted somebody else would do well
2: you know if you like all your eye your your eyes dotted and your t's crossed then then yes it was mutiny for sure if you are
3: flexible and you can see, no, I, now I don't think you caused the mutiny. I think, like I said, I, I just think made you, a suggestion. You down, you made the suggestion, right? And then this is yeah. what this is kind of my point is getting to group dynamics. Sure, we had two of the um, kind of the natural leaders of the group. Like they're not the group leaders because they're not as experienced backpacking, but they're just like life leaders, I guess. Sure, they became the loudest voices for wanting to do this.
2: In all, in all fairness, though wouldn't you agree that there's times that we've been on trips and I'm thinking of one in particular um, where Nolton led an, an excursion where you get out to certain places and you're like, wow, this looks really cool. I know we're supposed to go this way, but wouldn't it be fun to just check this out? Yeah. To be flexible for sure. Yeah, so that's
3: kind of where I was coming for from. Sure. Was there were some other, there were some other group dynamic issues involved. There were, there uh, were. We might get to later in terms of safety and responsibility that were involved in that decision. True, But the, and the and the person that was going to put themselves in harm was one of the louder voices sort of suggesting that that was a viable option and so i'm not even though this is kind of sound like you're trying to defend yourself and defend the idea of of trying to to be flexible i'm more concerned with the group dynamics of it and the fact that we had people that were just basically the basically the loudest voices for 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 a situation that would that would have been unsafe and not wise
2: uh, yeah no i i hear you are saying I definitely hear what you're saying there.
3: Yeah, and so it made me realize. I'm like, yeah, we got to really pay attention to who comes on the trip and who feels like they are experienced enough to make group decisions. Because in the end, we we went the right way, but it was kind of a verbal battle for a while, to be honest.
2: Yeah, it got a little, it got a little, got a little heated. I guess you could say more
3: than normal. Yeah, so I kind of, I kind of stood back and just let the discussion happen, which was totally fine. I just think that in the end, since I'm not a you know like a type A person that just maybe even setting like you know just setting the stage like here's the game plan here's what we're doing here's why we're doing it maybe just needs to be better communicated type a
2: though and type a to plan uh
3: type is more just being more assertive and um typically the loudest voice in a a discussion but i just know all the type A's in my school were planners They had everything yeah they can be but. I don't know. I'd have to go back to my personality test. But anyway, <laughs> so group dynamics was, was mine, and it yeah. actually just to kind of sum it up, it might determine who I would be likely to invite to a large group backpacking trip and who I would not invite. Is kind of what I learned from that.
2: So I'm out. Is what you're saying? You're, I'm out. Done. <laughs> a,
3: no groups for me. I think That's in it. the end, you don't want to have too many cooks in the kitchen. That was kind of a long one. So what's your what's your second one?
2: Second one, okay. I'm gonna. So for me, um, this year I learned that. So I, you know, I always like to go. Last year I went too light with the food. Um, you did forget to bring my cheese, but I'm not gonna bring that up. And uh, <laughs> Wait, last year, I did? <laughs> yeah, you forgot my bay bells. Remember? And I was like dying. Oh. And um, so I, I was short food, but this year I was like, I need to. Because I know you and I. Like to to try to time the food to be like <laughs> just enough, right? And then we can right. mooch the rest with the guys that right. overpack food. So I tried to time it that way, but I also tried to to get better food that was just not as junky, um, that gave me better energy. So, so
3: I think like, I th- like more Oreos and Nutter butters, or what are you talking about here? A lot of Nutter butter. No, okay.
2: Um, I I added like I had some of the I had some of the staples, you know, like the um, the snacks, the cookies, and things like that, but. I added like for certain periods I I tried to time this out. I, I got some of those like what did I I tried some of those gel packs. I could never try those.
3: And like, are you talking about like it? the pure sugar packs it's that just give you boost of energy?
2: Pure gel. Like it was nasty, but it's basically I, just like caffeine.
3: I know, I know. Sugar. I, know.
2: I was like, I need there's certain points of these uphill days where I'm like, I got to have these little boosts. So I did those. Yeah. I think I did some like gummy something or others that's supposed to give you a bunch of energy.
3: And I okay, think so I, just I, to clarify, just to clarify, your version of less junky food is sugar, <laughs> caffeine, and then gummy bears. Isn't that everybody's?
2: <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Right? <laughs> so, you know what, next year full carrots and a thing of broccoli in my pa- no. Hummus. I'm bringing an apple necklace. I'll have my fruit. It'll be good.
3: <laughs> we'll get to that for sure.
2: Yeah, so anyway, I had those and I I kind of spaced them out through, you know, before we started hitting a tougher section and it um it seemed to help out, but I think I also um overall had some better choices for dinner and and breakfast, which uh was good. So, okay. It we, you know, we're out.
3: gonna do. I think we're doing an episode on food and also just kind of planning in regard we to weight as well. So, yeah, we but that's good. So you learn. So you feel like you you're kind of honing in on the right always, foods.
2: That's to like bring. a constant one I'm growing with, though. I'm always yeah. learning. Like you could have brought this type of food; it was lighter and it would have filled you up and given you more energy. Like I'm always right. kind of playing with that scenario. So this year was definitely a, a good step forward in that direction
3: so i think if we're trying to make this applicable for everybody out there who's listening i don't know this one's a tough one because i think everybody likes their own things right. that they typically bring food's a hard one Food's it a hard is, one. and and i would yeah. guess that most people don't bring the same thing every time like, they might like something for a little bit and then mix I it think, up or just choose different yeah. flavors and of this I, or that
2: yeah and i think i saw nolt i mean i seen you know people are weird like i think i saw nolton bring anchovies one year or something it was like
3: Oh yeah,
2: oh, <laughs> it was disgusting. I'm like, I would never even think. But people, he yeah. is like a garbage disposal. And he'll eat right. Nothing is gross to him.
3: Apparently, right so. for sure. And
2: kimchi and, and anch- anchovies.
3: I mean, you know, it's also the powders you bring for electrolyte replacement. Right, right, right. There's all, there's just different things. And I think that's a, that part makes it fun too, just trying to, trying to figure out what food you're going to bring. And, yeah. um, are you going know, to bring, you know, perishable things that you can freeze mm-hmm. and then have it on the first night to have a kind of a luxurious dinner, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yes. we'll, we'll get to that, that True. conversation later. But that's, yeah, honing in. I like that one. So yeah. we, you- Yeah, my third one kind of, happened after we recorded our on the trail podcast which was our last night there then we were hiking out that last day on part of the john trail through lyle canyon Mm. and i didn't even think about this but like if we were going to encounter a particular person it was going to be on this trail and sure enough we round the corner and ranger annie was there Mm. she was legit man and so I I gotta give her credit because she approached a group of seven guys, one of them is holding a sword, and <laughs> <I forgot laughs> she, <about that. laughs> she was fearless. And so Major I was problems. yeah, I was impressed. And we, as we talked about in previous podcast, skimped on bringing the bear canisters, mm-hmm. and so we gambled we, and lost. We <laughs> gam- kind of yeah, we kind of gambled and lost. So so what I learned is going to be kind of weird and kind of um, <laughs> oh boy. probably childish, to be <laughs> honest. Here we go. But basically she said, you know, she just should have asked us, like, how many bear canisters do you guys have? And we had some different voices in the group suggesting different things. Mm-hmm. But I was like, we got to come clean. We have two bear canisters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think after that somebody chimed in, yeah, yeah but they're big ones. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, they're regular size bear canisters and we have two for our group. And so then, you know, so then she's not a friendly ranger anymore. She's like, you needed like five guys, yeah, four or five. I think she said, I think she said one per person, but, um, mm-hmm. so she, so we started, we started, we started getting the lecture and I, I pushed back a little bit, like not in a mean way. I just was like, just so you know, like we're pretty experienced in this area. Like we've been backpacking <laughs> here for, and over the last, whatever I said, 12 or 14 years, we haven't had a single bear encounter because we simply know where <laughs> to camp. Carl, Carl went full chauvinist mode. On I, her. That's chauvinist. No, I was just that. trying to provide some <laughs> evidence for why we did what we did. And so I said, "You were like, listen, little girl, I'm a guy. I know what I'm doing." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" I got it. <laughs>
2: Felt awkward girl. for me. I'm not gonna lie. Felt awkward.
3: I feel like I was respectful. You the guy. Girl. I was respectful. No, you were. You but were. but it was fine. she responded by saying, "Listen." Twelve years, all of not the time bear is not evidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And so, at that point, I just shut up. I was like, "All right, I'm not going to win this argument. I'm going to um, listen to what she has to say and talk." And she's telling us how we kill bears by not bringing bear canisters, and so we we're the bad guys. And
2: I want to say thank you for getting us flagged, by the way. You know, because so
3: yeah. So what happened was after she gave us kind of her full blown lecture, uh, one of the guys chimes in. And, says, uh, and, and he was being authentic when he was saying this, but it just didn't uh, come across well. He said, Nice painful. speech. Uh, <laughs> he's like, Seriously, <laughs> like, we've heard this 14 times. That was probably the, the best one. <laughs> we've heard this 14 <laughs> times. Basically revealing, uh, like, we already know what we should uh, be doing, and we're simply just not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a low point in the trip. That was for a me, low point. Line. And so at that point, she asked to re examine the permit. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I think I almost wanted to like <laughs> uh, give her my wrists so she could just cuff me at that point. But
2: Oh man. When her I think her eyes bugged out after she heard that. She's yeah,
3: she like, she was very nice let me about see the it. Permit. She didn't give us a ticket or anything, but she did write down her permit mm-hmm. number. So I have a feeling that I am blacklisted from
2: can I explain how that was for me? Because she's, she's right. She's like, you know, can I see that permit again? Uh, uh, what's your name again? Like, where are you guys? And she's like writing it down in her little notepad. And right. I can see you being like, you're eyeballing it. And you're like, um, you just, excuse me. Like, what's, you're kind of like, what's going on there? You know, are you flagging <laughs> us? And I was just, I was just like, oh my gosh, we just got blacklisted or flagged or something like right. that. So now everywhere we go,
3: we're going to be like, you know, they're going to triple check our bear casters right. or whatever, but. That was pretty funny. So, so here's what I learned. Because I, I got to bring this back to like what I learned. So, and this and this is how this can apply to others. Is if you are kind of you know, if you're a little defiant, I guess, about the bear canisters like I am, and like we talked about all season one, pretty mm-hmm. much. And you get mm-hmm. blacklisted from a place like you somebody. The next time you go, you simply have to have somebody else like reserve the permit <laughs> so <laughs> that's your answer Derek you're up for uh, the next one <laughs> thanks thanks a lot man. thanks a lot that was an uncomfortable moment that was, was kind that of fun was now. yeah that was very and that, actually the, the, the group dynamic thing played out in that one because we had again like our loud voices were, were piping up mm. and I, and they were the ones that didn't get the permit and never gotten permits so I'm like mm-hmm. this might be a good time mm-hmm. to like be quiet but yeah. they were the, not the, yeah. afraid The feet, the feet went in the mouth. It was, it was pretty. But just to show respect to Ranger Annie, she was very nice about it. And we didn't get the ticket. Um, We didn't have a bear encounter the entire trip, like, like we discussed. And I think. (laughs) Are you patting yourself on the back right now? Well, no, no, no. no, I'm saying like that that might be why she didn't give us a ticket was like, you know, because we didn't like, we didn't actually cause an issue.
2: That would have been really bad if we had a bear encounter and got a ticket.
3: I think, I, yeah, I would have yeah. asked for the ticket at that point. <laughs> I deserve the ticket. Well, we've heard some... the speech. Yeah. That would be the 15th time we've heard right. this speech. Right. No, she, she did a good job. She's a very good communicator. And like I said, I've got to give her credit for, for approaching kind of our ragtag group without fear. So that was impressive. She
2: brought it. I mean, she was tactful yes. as well and very patient with yeah. the ridicularity. So props, to so, Anna. So to, kind, so, of remind, to okay. kind
3: of relate it back to one of our previous episodes where it was entitled Rangers, Friends, or Foes. I think in this situation, I'm gonna say both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm just gonna chalk it up to bad timing. Um, all right, Sierra, got one, one. one uh, enough, what you got?
2: Number three. So number three, this was a this was an interesting one for me. I, I you know it wasn't so much about backpacking, but it was more about life learning. Okay, uh, and it, it it related to you and me actually. I I learned. That you need specific compliments, <laughs> and you don't. You don't do well. Look, look at guys. Look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. If you say something nice to Carl, but it's vague, mm. that's not enough. Okay, Carl needs specific <laughs> compliments. So, long story short, him and I got in this like I don't want to say heat. Well, it was, it was a semi heated debate in love, but semi heated debate in front of the group day one, and we we were kind of hashing it out.
3: But, can um, can it, I can it, cut it, in real quick? So the reason, yeah, so I think this is kind of how the podcast started. Is we typically get in these like heated debates at least once, usually multiple times on the backpacking trip, and the oh, rest yeah. of the group just simply stands around and like listens and watches and is fully entertained. And I think that's what gave us the idea, like maybe other people might be entertained by our ridiculous conversations. And so, yeah, where's the where's the type A's during those moments? Yeah, they just you know? let it happen. Yeah, they let it happen. So man, sure. we. So, so I think this was our big moment for this trip so go ahead
2: well I just thought it was pretty funny because you know we you and I are battling about like you know what was kind what was a compliment blah 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 and all this stuff there was a little bit of chime in but um it was you know I think I just learned about you and and what you need and it was good it wasn't like the funnest conversation but it was I think it was one of those like necessary conversations that um, I kind of walked away with it I'm like you know if that's if that's what works for you, then I want to do that for
3: you. So, um, right. I think, so you're, so you're learning from this situation is that I need compliments. Is you that what need
2: you're saying? Your egos <laughs> stroked and soothed at all
3: times, specifically okay. with detail. Okay. So I think, I think that's why I was frustrated with the conversations because you had, like, you did not understand anything that I was saying. <laughs>
2: I thought I did. So we, we,
3: and multiple people, we got in a little, we got in a little argument and I tried to end the argument by being a little snarky by saying, go say something nice to someone. And so <laughs> you were like a five-year-old. To so de- funny. Yeah. I, no, for sure. And so we started to debate and you've tried to give examples of how you were, you had done that already. And I was like, you're simply like, you were saying that by, by showing interest in somebody's life, by asking them questions, That was saying something nice to somebody. And so the argument was, is that just simply being like a good friend or is that like saying something nice? And so we argued about what it meant to say something nice to somebody and nowhere did I say that I needed that. I just was simply trying to define what that term entered. I think that you entered. want that, though. You know what I mean.
2: And in my defense, you know, another group member was like, you know, yeah, he came over and asked me about my family like, how are things going, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, and that was nice,
3: which is super awesome.
2: But, but not it's saying not. saying It's not okay. To so you you just wanted to define specifically what it was.
3: You know what it's okay. Nice so let me let me just sum up this conversation by saying. Derek thinks that if you show interest in somebody's life and ask them like, hey, what's going on and tell me about this and this and this, that you're saying something nice to somebody and I'm saying that it's gotta be like a compliment is what saying something nice to somebody really means. So you can, everybody out there can kind of judge for themselves where they come down on this, but that's what the, what, that's I think what you're getting at and your, your takeaway from that whole discussion is that I need a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell,
2: yeah, but however, you know, there are, okay. sh- there are shades of compliments to me. You know, in my opinion, there's not just like one way to give a compliment. So, you know. Um,
3: so, do you remember when you were a kid and you took like a standardized test oh and you had to read like a little excerpt, there we go. and then it said like, "What's the main idea of this excerpt?" You, I think you didn't do so well on that. I don't think your comprehension skills were were good we were there. Really good. I
2: think it was above average actually. <laughs> we'll we'll let the uh, we'll let the masses decide. Whatever. I mean, all I'm saying is like. I want to make sure that, you know, I'm being a good friend to you and if you respond well to specific compliments, I'll do that for you.
3: Okay, well let's let's okay. If you feel that's true, we're, that's our next sec- section of this podcast is what's one thing that I did that was what well, that was like well done on the trip and something that you thought was ridiculous and absurd and okay. I will uh, fine. reciprocate.
2: I will go first on this one. I something good you did. I thought you pl- you pre-planned really really well. I thought it was one of the smoothest starting trips we've had. Mm. Uh, in a long time and 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 I think a large part of that was due obviously there's always you could have an x-factor of like anything can happen but I think this one was good because you guys pre-planned to stay the night before right? and the people and then the other group that came up um, I was coming with them and uh, we talked a lot about when and you know where and blah 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 make sure we're all on the same page so it it was smooth, and we met up, and then we you know camped out, and then we just hit it the next day. It was great, and I know that you had done a lot of planning with that, with the yeah, with the filming and the cameras, and like who's going to have this, who's going to have that. Um, I thought you did a good job of that, so it was good. Good, thanks, man. Yeah, I think that actually was pretty smooth, and you guys got there pretty fast. And yeah, that was an and yeah, it was definitely a nice trip. Out, okay, sure.
3: so then what was absurd? Oh,
2: okay, well. I was a little disappointed in you. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, know, I know that you get cold. Um, and as some people may or may not remember, we encountered a gnarly... We, we encountered a lot of rain, first of all. But there was one day in particular what was like extremely heavy. Lightning, thunder, hail. Uh, and Carl, Carl got cold really cold and i thought you know I was like <laughs> after all the years that he's planned trips and done trips i thought he would have some type of like you know he always you know harasses me like make sure you bring your poncho make sure you bring your poncho stay warm stay dry right. i thought you would have had a better answer for the hail and for the cold i just thought you'd have something better for the i just thought you were seasoned enough and you kind of let me down there i look to you i'm like hey i'm i'm getting cold I'm not like cold cold but i'm like Carl's got to have something figured out. And then I saw you up ahead. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm so cold. I can't do this for like five more minutes or something. I can't do this. <laughs> we had guys almost turn back. It was crazy. It was like the toughest guys of the group were God, like, so f- you know, the biggest hill babies. So I think that we revealed
3: who wasn't the toughest guy. in the group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we thought they might be. No, um, yeah, no, I got cold, but so. So my so so there's two solutions to yeah. that. One was that we s- simply keep moving. So if I'm if I'm moving I, I'm not cold and so I just want to keep moving yeah. and some of the guys were concerned like is it really that good of a plan to keep moving towards the lightning? And Understandable. So- <laughs> and we had yeah, no I think I think we were at a range but there was some, there was some concern. Yeah. There. And then what yeah, I guess in retrospect, not realizing that some of the other guys were struggling, we could have just stopped and then um, boiled some water to, to, to warm their
2: To be honest, I tried to peel off. Like one a couple guys peeled off on their own, two guys peeled off under a tree and just sat there for a while. But I was trying to get yeah. away because we had people carrying metal swords and metal like slide rods and camera gear and I was like, yeah. I gotta get away from these people. So um, right. But I'm like you, I kinda wanna just keep moving and get over and get through it. Um, right, because you
3: know, no, for sure, I, yeah, and I, and I and I, yeah, I didn't think, th- and, I, and I had waterproof pants, I just was, I didn't realize how hard of a rainstorm that was going to be, yeah. so I could have put the waterproof pants over my shorts, and that would have helped too, but I didn't, so would, I didn't ever consider bailing on the trip. No, we did have somebody, we talked about that, we did have somebody on a previous episode. Yeah, we had somebody that was yeah. thinking about doing that. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was learning experience for sure, definitely learning experience. So, would you have done I'm say sem- s- semi fair um, complaint about that. Would I'll you say.
2: would you have done put your jacket on for pants if you had to at that point? I was tempted. I know, right. And if your yeah. bag got wet with everything in it, which you know,
3: possible. Yeah, my bag did not get wet. I had a I had a pack cover. <laughs> not everybody had pack covers. <laughs> no, they didn't. I know. It was sad. But, oh, <laughs> but that's a that's a, a gearless fail for sure. Yeah. Okay, so here's what I got for you. God. The thing that you did that. Was amazing. Kind of still relates to that same rainstorm. The rain was coming down so hard, and the trees that we were that were there, the pine trees were kind of smallish. And typically, like you can take shelter under pine trees from the rain, and there's kind of a dry spot. But these trees did not have that, so I didn't see dry anything. Right. So, you know, right. So the ground. So the ground was soaked. Pine needles were soaked. Everything was soaked. And so as we were hiking towards camp, mm-hmm. I was like, okay there's no way Derek is going to get a campfire started. And mm. I've kind of make mm. fun of the stuff that you bring to kind of, you know, cause I feel like it's overkill most of the time <laughs> But this time. I think you need to put like a picture of that fire starter stuff that you had on our Facebook page because it, like it was a little heavy, like you definitely paid the price. Um, that added to your pack weight. No, it wasn't heavy at all. It's not, well, it's, it's not terrible. Not it's just, it it's like just, you know, it's out. like a, it's not something to somebody would typically carry and in, in I think it was like a quarter pound. So no, definitely. But not. whatever, like it, wor- it was worth it. Like you got a, a raging, awesome campfire going—one of the best ones we've had—and it was going, and, and like I was just—I'm like, how do we get this campfire going? when there's no dry pieces of wood anywhere. It was impressive. I—I I was proud. Of you. Uh, I got my tricks. Was, it was, yeah. Was thanks, good. man. Right, well, thank you. I
2: take pride in my fires, and as you should. Uh, the what, the thing you did
3: that was absurd. Kind of kinda still relates. I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to tie this story Here together. So I'm not sure which episode we talked about this, but. Last season we talked about how if you encounter a rainstorm and you get your feet soaked, your socks soaked, your boots, your shoes, whatever, and you try to dry them, I, know. I already know where you're going. I know because it was so bad. <laughs> um, you try to dry them next to the fire. I said, there, I think what I said in the episode was there's like there's probably people out there that have like got it down to a science, but most people, I'm going to say like yeah. over ninety percent are going to make their socks a little crispy. They're going to they're going to ruin or semi ruin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their socks and shoes, and so mm-hmm. for you to mm-hmm. just like put, like man, I wish we got a picture <laughs> of this. Like you're the tongue of your boot was the like just got burned snar- off you'd burn an entire hole through the heel of one of your socks. Here's the we thing about, about this and you still did it. And then it still came back to bite Here, you. It did. It totally did. Here's <laughs> what's funny about that. I was
2: so mad at myself. Well, first of all, not that mad. Cause I brought a fourth pair of socks so, or fifth pair of socks. So stoked fifth on that. <laughs> <laughs> so oh was stoked goodness. on that. However, uh, I was upset cause I was like, I kept checking. The shoes and the socks. I'm like, this is far enough away. This is far enough away. This is far enough away. And I turned around to talk to somebody for like maybe two minutes. I turn around and there's a hole in the tongue of my thing. I'm like, how did that just happen? Yeah. I because, was constantly monitoring. I was like, I can do this. I can do this. And now right. at this point, I'm just like, I give up. I'm not gonna try that. And then I think right. you took
3: the soles out of your shoes, and I'm like, no, no, no. yeah, I took them out, but they were nowhere near the fire.
2: Yeah, no, and I was like, why didn't I
3: just do that? I didn't even think about that. I should have yeah. just done that was so stupid. out. Yeah, so that was a lesson learned. Lesson. I already brought new shoes. That's so. why this, and that's why this episode includes the phrase "relearn something" because because we already talked do, about I do, it. I do. I do. <laughs> that's specifically what I was referring to you was this issue. So thank you for owning it. Um, but
2: I own it. I definitely, yeah. I definitely screwed that
3: up for sure. For sure.
2: Definitely messed that up. It was funny though. I started laughing.
3: All right. One, one other, speaking of socks, one uh, other uh, recap from this trip. Can you just play along with me for a second here? Yeah. All right. Hey, do you like apples? Uh yes, I do. <laughs> Well, I wore cotton socks for the entire trip and through multiple <laughs> rainstorms. How you like them apples? <laughs> is that an Australian accent? What is that? <laughs> I don't know, that's that's um, that's, a, that's Goodwill hunting accent. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was scary. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have so to I, wear. I did it, man. I made it. You through. Did it. I thought I was getting a blister, but I didn't. It was. Let me
2: just. Let me just hold on. Let me just give you this. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Cla- yeah, that was awesome. You Did you get any blisters? Let's talk about that.
3: Did, I thought I was getting one, but no. And as it turned out, I did not have any blisters, and my socks were soaked like, a, I don't know, at least a third of the time. Yeah, just I from- you know,
2: I thought you were total. we got so much random. Like, he's so getting some blisters, and then you didn't right. really get it. And I was like so disappointed because I'm like, either you just have like like horse feet that are like super tough, or I have baby feet and they're just super baby. It's one of the two. Because you well, should have got like four or five blisters minimum.
3: Yeah, opinion. I do have, yeah, I don't know. Well, I did bring, I mean, I switched out my socks every day. I brought four pairs of socks, which I thought were a lot. I didn't realize you brought five, but that makes sense because you're kind of sock obsessed. But if I had
2: cotton socks, I would have probably brought like nine, to be honest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> switched them out in the middle of the rainstorm.
2: Mid-trip. Any moisture, right. swap them
3: out. So so how does this relate to apples, Derek? What's going on here?
2: I was impressed. First of all, I just want to say I was impressed. Okay. Uh, by your sock uh, ingenuity, um, <laughs> what this means is next year I'll be wearing a Apple necklace as promised throughout the duration of the trip. Um, well, specifically to, in
3: Sasquatch territory. In
2: Sasquatch territory to to bait to bait Sasquatches and um, yeah. That's, that's all I'm going to say about that. I have another tidbit that goes along with that, but I'm going to okay. save that for a different
3: episode. So, we're, yeah, we're a ways out from that. We did have somebody else who, was, who just thought that the idea was kind of cool and wants to wear an apple necklace as well. So, there might be like multiple apple necklaces going on. But yeah, I think that that's going to be interesting. I want to say now that
2: it, sh- it should be a, a decent sized apple. I, I know I'm not going to do the right. many apples, that would be ideal but not the gargantuan apples.
3: And what we talked about so. was taking the apples off the necklace when we know we're in Sasquatch territory and putting them hanging them up and having like a trap camera so that we could see the Sasquatch enjoy the apples. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're going to get up in the middle of the night and take a couple bites no no no, no cuz then it would show me taking bites of the apples we're going to have a trap camera so that we could see what's taking the apples and I'm not bringing a, a, a can't uniform ed- or a costume. All
2: right. Okay, cuz yeah, sure would be ridiculous.
3: Yeah. You
2: just make sure you're not going to edit something weird cuz I'll look at the dental impressions as long as to it... <laughs> <laughs> can. Can't can't uh, can't a bigfoot just eat an apple in one bite though? We're going to find Maybe out. Me too. We're going to so? find out. I don't know. <laughs> You know,
3: I don't know. I, this is not the first time people have done this, but for whatever reason, they didn't put trap cameras, or I don't, I don't know what their issue was, or maybe the tr- the camera got conveniently knocked over. I have,
2: I have something that I want you to wear on the trip, on that trip as well, and I think you'll enjoy wearing it. Okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna say that, well, and and you're gonna know ahead of time what it is because I'll probably. I'll probably want to talk about it on an
3: episode, and we'll get to uh, that then. Po- and post it. So, so I think that should be exciting. Yeah, I, f- I feel like I feel like I earned you wearing the apple necklace, and I believe that you'll fulfill this promise. And so, I kind of like the challenge. I think we should do this every year. You just throw a challenge out. I could throw one at you. You throw one at me, and then and then if you succeed, then then we have sort of yeah something that has you know the other person has to do. Okay. So that could be a, a thing. Could be a thing. Okay, so okay. I'm down for that. All right, um, I've got some more stuff, man. But you know what? I think we're going to save some more reflection time. That like I left some of the most interesting things that happened over the course of summer, and we're going to just save that for a future episode. We'll we'll tie it into something. But okay. it includes the most res- ridiculous sleeping bag that you've ever heard of. And Mm. you can't predict how ridiculous the sleeping bag is that I saw somebody use. And then, yeah, we had some kind of some trail drama with a stranger on the trail. I want to know, I'm curious how you how you'd handle that. So we'll talk about that, too. Okay. so I think it's time for trivia.
0: Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with superfast
1: shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component
0: of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA. we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out midwayusa.com.
2: Well, in, uh, in, uh, in conjunction with our trip that involved a lot of rain and thunderstorm, I thought I would ask you a weather... Challenge question. Okay. So um, buckle up. Here we go. Buckle up. Okay. Uh, this is about, you know, just staying safe outside. So I want to, I'm going to throw some things at you. I want you to tell me if these are things I should do during a thunderstorm to survive or things I should not do during a thunderstorm. Okay. I'm going to
3: say 90% chance that you have something that we've already talked about in a previous trivia.
2: What do you mean something I've already talked about? Oh, like a, a weird...
3: Like like it's come up in a previous trivia, like survival thing or something. So No, 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 we'll no. Right. no these, are, these are pretty straightforward. Straight straightforward. You're just, <laughs> just recycling them. So <laughs> if it... Just true or false?
2: True or false? Uh, if, if you can get... F- well, you should get all these. I mean, being the expert <laughs> that you are. Although... Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, if it's lightning and... Th- if there's a thunderstorm outside, should I... Go take a swim. True or false?
3: Who, is this a real question? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: should I go take a swim? Should I jump in the water? Trivia for second graders? Is this what we're doing? I want to
2: make sure you know your <laughs> basics. This is all this is
3: false. All right. You should not take a swim. You're, I want to know. You're saying, should I? No, you should not. So I'm saying, false. You should not okay, take a swim. Okay.
2: Question two <clears throat> Billy was on his backpacking trip and he had gotten a brand new belt, his dad gave it to him. Although okay. this belt had a giant, giant, the size of two fist belt buckles on it, <clears throat> huge. Should what should Billy do during a thunderstorm with that belt?
3: We shouldn't have brought the belt in the first place because it probably weighs like two pounds. <laughs> his dad gave it, and money. then it's gonna it's gonna rub him raw in a in a really bad spot with his hip belt. It might. So, but Billy yeah. brought it. What should he do with it? Well, it's probably, if if he's in a thunderstorm and it's covering, it's being covered by his hip belt, like, it's probably not, yeah, like, I don't think it's an issue. So, Mm. I guess, I think you're wanting me to say he's got to put it away or put it in his pack, but. What would you do? I guess, I guess if it's double fist size, it's probably protruding from the hip belt zone, so, yeah, you probably don't want that exposed.
2: Okay, so take it off, put it in the backpack, something like that. Yeah. All right. Throw it in the ground. Should I leave my backpack on or should I take my backpack off according to
3: the masses? Well, really what you need to do is you need to stay away from trees and you need to hunch down, like making yourself the lowest profile possible. So, so, your, the, the so your backpack is just a target, so you want to take it off.
2: The lightning crouch is is the term. Yeah, no, that was kind of you asked like two in one yeah, question. Right. I was got so the next one was about the lightning crouch. Yeah, so which is good. a
3: question that we'd asked before. So mm-hmm. there you
2: go. Yeah. Okay. And the last one is, uh, is it okay to wear steel toed boots during a thunderstorm,
3: or should I wear rubber boots? Should you go backpacking in steel toed boots? Is that a should, real question? Should
2: I wear? Actually, let me change that. Should I wear? If I'm hiking in a thunderstorm, okay, is it okay to wear? Rubber galoshes.
3: <laughs> it's, it's definitely okay to wear those. I don't know, but your, your footwear <laughs> choice sounds questionable. Is is the next question going to be, like, is it okay to wear a full suit of armor in a thunderstorm?
2: That, how did you know that? No, the question was kind of a trick question. I'm like, why would I bring rubber galoshes on a backpack? And right. But, you know, I guess it would be okay.
3: I'm going to give so. you A plus for relating the question to our episode.
2: Actually, I'm going to give you an A, no plus or minus for doing a solid, decent-ish job.
3: But the the overall, the overall line of questioning here, Derek, maybe maybe go back to sectionhacker.com and and start stealing more stuff. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I've I've given. I know that's your site now. I don't want I I don't think I should go there. I think this was kind of a hodgepodge episode that needed to. I feel like because you got so cold, like we needed to revisit some basics for you because you know you're supposed to be this legendary backpacker, and yet you got cold <clears throat> during a lightning storm. So yeah, because really all backpackers
3: never get cold. Is that what you're suggesting?
2: I'm just, I'm just, I was fine. I was <laughs> jolly as could be. I was dancing in the rain.
3: All right. So, so, so real backpackers should never experience discomfort or pain or correct. Okay. Correct. Just clarify. Actually,
2: I will say, I will say, the hail. That hail was. Brutal, right? That like side sleet
3: hill was brutal. I think for everybody, it was yeah, it was like brutal. being pelted with little mini rocks.
2: I think that'll wrap it up for us. Anything else you want to talk about before we go?
3: Mm, I think we have set our piece, and I don't know that this episode was all that educational, but it was certainly fun to to recap some things, and we'll get into more <laughs> some specific you know topics with specific ideas and hopefully some helpful information as the season progresses. All right. Well
2: guys, thanks again. Um, Please take a a minute and send us a review on Apple iTunes or Google play. One of those forums Um, It really helps us out and get the podcast out there to more people. And uh, we appreciate all you guys have done and we're looking forward to a good season two with you guys. Uh, Tell a friend about us, spread the word because remember it is not backpacking unless there's a few blisters along the way. Take care. I want to fly around the world. I think this year I am going to attempt to start a fire with Carl's wet socks. I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. Mark my words. So,
1: what's it going to be? Salt water or fresh water? inshore or offshore live bait or your favorite flies tarpon cobia snook or triple tail only one florida destination offers all that and more in an unspoiled setting so unforgettable it'll sink its hooks into you for a fishing getaway as rewarding as it is challenging only paradise will do naples marco island and the everglades florida's paradise coast visit paradisecoast.com today.
2: to go with like just full blown redneck on these fish this is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here
1: from the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters enjoy the best fishing panama city beach has to offer during chasing the sun sundays at 9 30 a.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment
0: i'm will cooper host of hunt stands make your mark podcast